Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. Hi, this is Andrea, and you're listening to the Spine Whisperer podcast. Today, we're talking about all things back to school. Okay, uh, we, a couple things. One, we are joined by our ever-present, super fun, special moderator, Miss Andrea, has joined us today. Not Miss Kim, we don't know where Kim is. Actually, uh, I got in trouble for saying that because it sounds like we don't care. I've, it's been pointed out to me, not by Kim, but by somebody else that when, when I'm like, we don't even know where Kim is, that we don't, we do care, we just don't know. Kim is elusive. I don't know what else to say about her. Oh my so we, gosh. we tried to put a tracker, but yeah. she's like a wombat. We tried to dart, oh we tried to dart her, and she just like got away. <laughs> so um, we were going to do the final three, the other three numbers we want people to know for general health, but we're not going to do that now uh, because we have had a lot of parents asking us um, about kids and back to school, and a lot of the moms that we take care of are really keyed up, really worried, and we want to do whatever we can to make sure we empower them and you to know you're giving them the best possible chance to stay healthy. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to tell you what your kids should be eating. Dr. Maurer is going to tell you what your kids should be doing, and Dr. Matt is going to tell you what your kids should not be doing. Uh-uh, no way. <laughs> and so... We have all had a lot of sugar and a lot of patience this morning, so it's going to be pretty rowdy. The good sugar. The yeah, good sugar. the good healthy sugar. And then um, what we want to do is, is give people some ironclad stuff to do. And then I'm going to talk for just a couple minutes about COVID, uh, about the C19 presentation in general that people should be you know, thinking about. So um, who wants to go first? I'll you. let you. I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? Oh, I'll take that one. Oh, it's true. Josh, I Josh do. raises his hand. As it turns out, I <laughs> do want to go first. Okay, so what your kids should be eating. So I want you to keep in mind that the summer is over. It's not summertime now. So summer is super fun and friendly and chips and uh, watermelon and um, grapes and uh, all kinds of cool stuff like that. And that's all fine and good, but that's not high antioxidant immune system loading foods. Now is the time for citrus fruits and high protein foods. So in the morning, kids get up, they come stumbling into the room. We're gonna make sure they have bananas. We're gonna make sure that they eat the the tangiest yogurt that they can eat. You know, I've had a lot of discussions with people about it. When we say yogurt, they go and get that Dora the Explorer. Sure. Sugar grade, level five. And if that's the only Gran- yogurt, granimals. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Or granimals. Right. You can just drink it. Right. It's basically. <laughs> oh, a God. Yes. And so I think that's yogurt. That's yeah. the yeah. wrong end, but it's still a yogurt. What we want to do then is work backwards from there until you get a yogurt that you can't physically swallow. That's that's how you get more natural. So you get to like that oikos or like whatever, and then you're like. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so you're saying that has the good That's right. The guts. tangier, the, the, the good, cultures. the more yeah. gut, yeah. yeah. Good, and so uh, you want to start your kids' day off with an absolute fist fight. So, I'm, yeah, that, it'll get them ready. So um, bananas, oatmeal, 
um, that type of stuff uh, for breakfast. Scrambled eggs, hard-boiled eggs, any kind of eggs in the morning, that is wonderful stuff. And uh, what that really does, and then send them out of the house with some citrus apples or whatever in their pockets, um, it really keys them up, gives them a good, what we call a slow burn of alert energy, not some spiky crash action that's going to leave them um, one tired. What do you say, like donuts? Like donuts. Don't. That we don't know anything about those. We don't know anything about how much our patients love us and bring us 24 donuts because they feel like we deserve it. That's the kind of care we give. That's what we do here. You know? I'm proud of us. Um, we didn't eat the donuts. We saved them. Uh, uh, moving on. The What I want your kids having for lunch, what I want you having for lunch, red bell peppers. I want you to have stuff with garlic in it. Mm. I want you to have spinach. Mm. And I want you to have some almonds laying around. Now, you're listening to a guy that has almost died to almonds. Almost. If the other Dr. Fink hadn't been here, I probably wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. Was it a choking incident? Yeah, I had, to, had to give me the Heimlich while I was trying to explain x-rays to these new people that had never been in a chiropractic office. It was totally awesome. That's it was that's memorable. Probably the best doctor's office doctor appointment those people have ever had. And if they didn't think chiropractors were crazy, they super do now. Yeah, we save lives. Yeah, the one guy can't <laughs> even swallow his food, you know. <laughs> so those things are what I want you having for lunch. And I'll, for your kids, chicken or turkey. Uh, serve it as a lunch meat. You just have them just eat the meat straight. Whatever you got to do to put that in their hands for lunch. That's got the good stuff in it that we like. And it's clean. It doesn't have a lot of salt. It doesn't have a lot of byproducts in it. One thing that you can do, go if you have a bunch of kids like me, go get a gigantic amount of turkey and then cut it up yourself and then freeze it. You know, food production in this day and age, if you want to eat healthy, it's a necessary skill. You have to learn how to do that stuff. The packaging and yeah, you got to prep. You got to food prep. prep. Thank yeah. you, Doctor Fink. Sure. Food prep is just something, and we could talk about it all day long. But um, well, we did. Yeah, we talked about the best ways to um, prep food. Yeah, well, we talked about eating eating healthier and why it's important and how. You yeah, you're right. Sunday nights, get oh, everything ready. You got prepare it for. You got um, it. It's in. I think it's in one of our podcasts. It probably is. Or uh, if you have, send one of your employees on the coldest possible day of the year to stand in the Bass Pro line to get the food cutters when they go on sale. Yeah. You know, that, you know people are like, let's go to Walmart. Let's go to Target for Black Friday. Forget that. <laughs> you go to Bass Pro and you're going to get yourself some high quality animal cutting and, up material. Yeah, don't just buy one. Buy one for this person's younger brother as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. The last thing I want to talk to you about is green tea. So um, back in the day when green tea first hit the scene, people thought green tea was just trendy, you know. The deal is that green tea has stood up to the examinations, the de rigueur of, uh, of Western science. And the problem is that um, Western science has this kind of uh, holier than now sometimes about stuff that comes from the East or stuff that is older. And uh, I don't know, I, we could talk about it some other time, but um, I want you to understand that green tea, because of the way that it's made, the way that it is processed or not processed, it retains a whole bunch of super great antibacterial, high uh, immune system boosting materials, even more than just organic black tea. So, you know, don't go pounding it, but having a cup of it a yeah, day, you'll be, <laughs> if you got like, if you got You're going to see some stuff. You're going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a minute to get used to it, but there is absolutely nothing wrong uh, with your, your teenagers, you know, let's call it there, um, and yourself having it. You're just keeping yourself healthy 
especially a lot of your moms listening to this, you know, you're the satellite that the whole family revolves around. You know, like you can't, you can't get sick. You know, like the whole thing. I was telling somebody the other day, like, if I get sick, I just go into a pain cave and lay there until I'm better. But when my wife gets sick, we're peeing outside. Like nothing gets done. Nothing gets done. Like you know, it's a whole shutdown. It is. It's a. It's a global. I'm sure everybody's yeah. like it is over. It is instant transmission to survival mode, and so keeping yourselves healthy and keeping your kids happy is the priority now. Like not not having fun. We're not here to have fun. We're not here to like, celebrate the this or the that or the solstice. No. Right now, what we're here to do is keep ourselves healthy and keep our kids happy. And if there's any kind of fun after that, perfectly fine. But you're, God willing, not going to have to live through a pandemic again. And we need to get through this one. And the way that this virus is shaping up, it is a lot less lethal, but way more contagious than the one that showed up this spring. And that's okay. We have the personal responsibility to beat that. All right. So, Dr. Maurer or whoever. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So whoever's next. Yeah, I just handed just it off. Good handle. <laughs> I just warm them up. Just stop me. Just, I just stop get them all crazy. Someone needs to tackle you. I just <laughs> stop myself because I just get all nuts. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking about what we would like your children to do. Right. What you can help motivate, promote within your household. And we've been hammering on this ever since March. Absolutely. Well, even way before March. Yeah. That is exercise. Um, not just for you, but the children. And what we've been talking about, not of, it, of course it's healthy. I mean, if you don't know that at this point, exercise is healthy. Yeah. But who how, knew? Yeah, like, who come knows? on. Who knows? But how great it is for your immune system mm-hmm. is, is the big deal right now. And then also how great it is for helping reduce stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And once again, not just for you, but your children may be experiencing that as well. Absolutely. Especially as they're heading back into school and things are different and things are crazy and they and they kind of feed off the stress and anxiety of they others. really do yeah of adults they absolutely do not just parents but other adults they, like if they you're gonna feel it. if you want your kids to exercise you have to exercise if you want your kids to freak out then you freak out yeah you know they, they the, look at that it, it drives them it's just imprinting yeah. yeah and you know right now things are all over the place in this area anyways we have some 100% virtual students we have some who are on mm-hmm. a hybrid, they're in two days, they're home three, and then we have some who have the option of going all five. But no matter what, physical education and recess, and, and right now, you know, it's understandable, it's taken a hit. But even right. before this whole, the C-19 thing happened, we've been talking for years about how PE and mm-hmm. recess have been taking a hit. Yeah, they and get cut and it's not just anymore. such a crock. Not right. anymore. That's right. <laughs> Everybody go outside. Go outside right, right now. Yeah, outside. and then come back. And it's wonderful. So, and so a lot of it falls, once again, back on home. Mm-hmm. You know, the parents need to help motivate. And I know some of you may have children who don't need motivated. They're they're out the door. They're running around. Yeah. But I know I hear more parents say that they're a little bit aggravated because they can't get their child off of, I know. hear I hear I'm bored a lot Yeah, for yeah. my kids. I'm yeah. bored. When they're exercising? No. Just right. in general, hmm. all the time. I'm like, okay, then we're gonna do some stuff. Now it's yeah. time to do yeah. like, yeah. why would you think after the first 15 times a negative thing has followed that? Right. Like, even when my dad's around now, I don't say that I'm bored. Yeah. Because I, I know he'll make me do something. I've I've never said that. Yeah. I've like, actually never used those words together. Oh, you find I out, did one. You find I out early one. that that's yeah. I did one in time. my entire life, and it makes me crazy 
when people tell me that they're bored. Me too. Mm. Yeah, last time, last time I said it, I had That's how my family knows, hey, do you want to make dad crazy? That's it. Tell him I'm bored. Mm -hmm. uh, and then ask so me, and then go I'm, ask your, I'm reliving the go, moment. Go ask your uncle for water. Yeah. yeah. So, so, here's a few, so here's a few bits of advice. If, if your child does say they're bored, oh, yeah. or if you find that they've been on the iPad mm -hmm. for a long time, or they've been playing... Um, Did you tell my magic spots. three words? Iowa rainbow large. Well, I think we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that story. I think, yeah, down here at the bottom, we're going to get to that. Iowa rainbow large? Okay. Yeah. So first thing is, and this is something Dr. Matt brought up last the last podcast, and that is, as parents, we have to be the role models. Absolutely. When, when the children see us getting out there and you got it. playing whatever game it might be, it doesn't have to be running sprints. Right. But if you're out there with them, being active, promoting activity, that's that's a huge deal. And it it could is. Be, it could be even walks. It could be riding bikes. Especially right now, it is beautiful at night. Oh, it's beautiful. You're not even forcing yeah. it now. It's like 70-something degrees in the evening. Yeah. There's Holy just so cow, many options. Amazing. I know you do wiffle ball a lot. Oh, yeah. And you can do kickball. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different uh, setting up an obstacle course in the backyard. Now we do a lot of walking every night. but we yeah, take family we, walks. Yeah, we take binoculars, though. Yeah. Because sometimes the deer are out. Yeah. And they are big boy. It's and right now, good that's the big there. deal, getting out. You yeah. know, especially... It was a bigger deal in March and April when everybody seemed like they didn't want to leave their house. Yeah. But it's still a big deal. Get outside and enjoy it, especially while you right. can. Absolutely. And But even when the weather gets bad, um, there's so many, you know, during this, I guess one benefit is there have been so many videos being put out yeah. when it comes Holy to exercise, cow. not only for adults, but children. You can go on and find a whole bunch of different options uh, yeah. for exercise. That's a really good point. When you're stuck inside. Yep. So, and then um, the motivation side of it. You know, you know your children the best, and some are motivated motivated by some type of challenge. Right. So any way you can incorporate challenges or keeping track of how well they're doing or how far they walk one day and then how far they will walk the next. Any way you can incorporate that, that's great. And then one last thing, and this can kind of lead into what you were going to discuss, mm -hmm. uh, and that is you can use this. You can use a different name because chores sometimes that's yeah. that that already gets them that, down. It's got that Puritan connotation, but. It, if getting them outside, you know, possibly involves them helping you with Absolutely. the yard, picking up sticks, whatever, Absolutely. That's, that's a win-win. There's so many know. sticks out there right now. Yeah, yeah so uh, my solution, that's not true. I borrowed this from my father. Uh, Iowa Rainbow Large is a type of landscaping rock. Okay. You usually see it under decks, you know, in yeah. a lot of places. And it's not that expensive, and you can get it delivered. And it is a pain to move. But for young people, it's like moving a mountain because it's heavy and the yeah. rocks are pretty big. So you just, you're having trouble with your kids. Maybe something's going on this weekend. You feel like you're growing apart from them. You just get yourself a couple tons of Iowa Rainbow Large and it will be <laughs> oh, no. a fan. And then find something where you can put it. You'll make your wife or your husband super happy because you're spicing up the place and your kids will have to hang out with you because they're shoveling. Okay. Yeah, and you can get <laughs> sunshine. You right. got your exercise. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. Yeah. Iowa Rainbow Large. Then there's one other thing I want to bring up just before I pass it on to Dr. Matt. And that's an, a research article you were telling me about mm. recently. Yeah. I think it was out of the University of Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, at the University of Wisconsin, Madison. So the, the Badgers, the right? One. The Badgers, the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, um, they were interviewing this their head clinician. I think she's their, their team sports psychologist. And uh, she's a medical doctor. And and, um, and at one point, she, they were interviewing and she's like, you know we don't give these kids drugs, right? And the interviewer's like, what? 
She's like, yeah, if somebody comes to me with anxiety, if I've got an athlete who feels like they're depressed, I have a exercise prescription first. And the you could have heard you could have heard the interviewer's mouth drop open. He's like, what are you talking about? You know? She said, yeah, we've seen the studies on it. We've been prescribing exercise. So, so he he was a bit incredulous. He's like, so what if somebody has depression? She said, oh, that's easy. Depression, five minute walk will produce hormone changes, minimum of five minutes outside, and escalating the time produces a more time-based response. So you get in trouble, get depressed, get a little down, outside, walk till you're happy. I know people with bipolar was in bipolar there. was in there. Bipolar is different though because it is specialized to the person. You need a ritualistic type of exercise. You don't want to feed the manic stage by giving them a very intense exercise. Yeah. So having a ritual, a preset set of exercises that you do to bring down um, those symptoms. And um, at first, it's harder to control, but as the person gets more used to doing it, they 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 alleviate those symptoms. And then anxiety. Um, is intensity training for longer than 50 minutes. So if you're going to help people that have um, a lot of anxiety, you've got to build them up. Because a lot of the people that I know that are you know more prone to it, you go put them with a high in, a hit training for 50 minutes. Now you'll have two problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, it was it was. I mean, I could hear the angels singing just listening to the interview. It was awesome. That is awesome. The yeah, fact that that was showing better than so, medicine, right? Oh, I mean, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, and the interviewer played it perfectly. He's like, hang on a second. You know, you didn't know this, but I have bipolar. And I have been to 100 doctors. The guy goes, I've been hospitalized four times. I've had every drug possible. I've never, ever heard anyone tell me this. She's like, yeah. And I mean, she didn't have why a solution. Not try yeah. exercise. I mean, why and, and not? her solution was that her, the other medical doctors, that she said, not me, she said, they have acquired a type of learned helplessness because mm-hmm. their patients don't want to do it. And I have brought this exact argument up on this podcast before. It's not your decision whether you think the patients will listen or not. You have to build it up. You have to make them understand what it is because everybody wants shiny drugs. You know, that is, so I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, that's a, but that's anyway, a great article. It's an awesome. It is so empowering. Like, hey, hey, I can fix this. And maybe, hey, maybe these generalized states of mental uh, problems are the result of people not getting the physical motion that they're used yeah. to. Maybe, always, like, yeah. it's not too far to, you know. No. It's just awesome. It's yeah. awesome to even talk about. And I always hear the phrase "exercise is medicine," but I would go as far to say most now they're like it's better. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now they're like, "Hey, we can double blind test." You know, who would have thought? You know, I'm gonna have a tough day. Time for some cleaning jerks. You know what I'm saying? Get the bars. Get some weight on there. Yeah, power. Sure. Yeah, power. Let's get Might some as power well. going. You know, might as well. Pumping me up. All right, Doctor Fink, what do you have for us? So along with. Um, what you should be eating and what you should be doing to remain healthy. We're going to talk about the big thing on everybody's minds on, on what we're going to do when our kids go back to school mm-hmm. and we have to tell them no more iPad or iPad is now being reduced to minimal status. It is mm. on the back burner. iPads for fun time. Uh-huh. See you later. Until your homework is done. Yeah. Or, or until your homework is done and you've run them out. Sure. Yeah. Like, so Because it's survival now. So the general consensus is... Um, between MDs, chiropractors, anybody that cares, um, <laughs> is that if your kid stays on the iPad for more than 20 to 30 minutes at a time, you're doing them a disservice because they're becoming trained to 
kind of turn off everything else and kind of just play the iPad, which isn't really a big deal. Yeah. But it's the way and the setup. Yeah, absolutely. If you've ever come across your kid is like one time they're sitting up and the next time they're right. upside down trying to balance their iPad so they're that probably means that the kid has been watching or way being on the long, iPad man. way too long. And that's something that's really easy for them. You you check it yourself. Yep. You think you just go play iPad, set your watch twenty minutes, go check them in twenty minutes, and you'll be aghast. You'll throw up in your mouth. You're like what kind of position is that? Yeah. Um the other thing is there is on the iPads there is a setting for screen time and you can huh. set it to shut off in 30 minutes and this kid only gets 30 minutes um it is very easy Who to knew? set up I, I did i did you of course you yeah. did andrea yes yeah awesome yeah, yeah honestly. um so the reason why we're saying this now is because now we have school time and school work mm -hmm. and we want people to be healthy mm -hmm. and the way that we do that is by decreasing the amount of time that we spend looking down and increasing boosting the immune system now by eating healthier by exercising you can increase immune function getting enough sleep at night if you're trying to get your kids to go to sleep at 8 30 and they get off the ipads at 8 25 man good luck we're talking 10 30 nighttime um there are a lot of things that are linked with the kids being on the ipads later at night not being able to fall asleep, waking up with nightmares, um, not being able to focus, you know, angry, right. distressed. And when you say iPad, you mean you're talking anything. Xbox, Switch, doesn't matter. Electronics. Perfect. I call it at Perfect. my house. I can I hear in my head some little kid like, well, he didn't say Switch. Yeah. He didn't yeah, say Switch. I, I Dr. Matt said electronics. Electronics. That's I just pointed the microphone. Now you're right. <laughs> that's what that's what my kid said. It's like, well, Dad, we were playing right. the Switch. We weren't playing the iPads. I'm right. like, electronics. Yeah. Oh, they'll and be now, like, and now they know. Yeah. Electronics. And they'll be like, oh, we we were doing it together. We were doing it as a family. I'm like, yeah. Now we're gonna move some rock as a family. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so after a mile of running. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Let's go. Uh, so yeah. So we really want you to kind of be aware, and um, it is okay to tell the kids no. And be like, hey, listen, no more iPad. We have decreased our time um, at our house significantly over the last couple of weeks That's it. to prep them. Yeah. And you know, you're not a bad parent. It's tough. No, it's tough to tell your kids. Yeah, no. it's not. It's not. Um, six and no one's of judging summer. you. No right. one's judging you. You're, Just slowly, you need to make the decision. Like, hey, you need yeah. to like. It's well documented that you're doing the right thing. Yeah, it's well documented. You got to lay out that new schedule. Right off Bam. the bat. Be like, hey, gonna... this is how it is now. Yeah. Oh, well, we don't have it. Okay, I didn't want to have C19 virus, but we've all got to survive this. Yeah. And excessive time on the iPad, just like you were saying yesterday, it promotes that forward head posture, shuts down oxygen to the lungs, it primes them to be a breeding ground for that crap. Unless you can devise some type of harness that holds their back up and back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which you probably go to jail <laughs> for that. Probably. Yeah. Um, they do have those. And then, you know, they do all this stuff and then like you're saying, they don't get enough sleep, they're not gonna they're not gonna nothing happens if you don't get sleep. Yeah. Sleep is when you make new hormone, you get more macrophages from the factory, you your lymph ducts pump out all the stuff into the gutters, add muscle, lose fat, like you're not sleeping, that's it. You're you're a you're a target. Yeah. You know, and this thing, I have said, if we were generally healthier, this wouldn't be the pandemic that it is. Yeah. But we got to prime ourselves to be this. That's wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Matt. So You're welcome. 
Uh, Andrea, anything for the people? Um, no, I just think getting my kids involved in the exercise and mm-hmm. making making their lunches um, for school actually helps. Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah, they they make their own lunches the night before, get some involved. They like do, eating healthy food, packing healthy food. So, dang nice. Yeah, that's wonderful. Andrea's got us all. We should have just had her do it. The podcast. <laughs> Well, mm. I mean, I could, but... Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I probably she's shouldn't right. have said she's it. Right. Anyway, uh, the other thing, I forgot to add, spacing out your meals appropriately. 90 minutes to, to, to two hours. That's how often your kids should be eating. Oh, sure. Yeah. Find a way to make that happen. I have a lot of solutions. If you want to talk to me, then talk to me about it. But that, And then the other thing, make sure those germs stay outside. You know, whatever you got to do to make sure when you get home and your kids get home that those germs don't come in your house. And if they do, they don't make it any further than the closest sink. There is no way to get you sick if you don't bring it in the home. And that's it. Okay? So, Dr. Myers, do you have anything? Um, Didn't we want to discuss parents not freaking out when... Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, that's the the last part. Um, The digital thermometers... Uh, are ubiquitous now and they're scanning and some people don't know how to use those things. If your child is sitting in a classroom, sitting in the sunlight and they've got a sweatshirt on, they're going to throw a higher temperature. You know, after PE class they're going to throw a higher temperature. People are taking temperatures just to take temperatures but they're not obeying the environmental rules. And what those are is you look at the environment that the kid is in. So when they call you freaking out if they're freaking out about 100.4 or a 101, please take that with a grain of salt. Your child has COVID-19 or C-19 after they've been tested. That's when you know. Until then, there's a thousand diseases that look like C-19. And all of our children have been apart, and now they're all back together. Six months away from each other. They are going to the get, part, the kids are going to get yeah. a stuffy nose. They're going to get it. It's going to happen. That's just the way it works. That doesn't mean it's C19. So I want everybody to just be cool. Your medical doctors, your pediatricians, your chiropractors, we all know what's coming and we're all ready for it, hopefully. And so making a call to the pediatrician, making a call to the chiropractor, call whoever you need to to talk about it, get them in to get them checked, no problem. All right? But do not panic when the school nurse, who is probably panicking, calls you when your child is sick. I take care of uh, a, a lot of school nurses here and they are awesome, but they are overwhelmed, you know, and they, they have to obey a set of rules that was sometimes hastily put in place, you know? And so what we need to do as parents is make sure we're assessing the situation that's in front of us, not the one we're scared of, all right? So call us if you guys need any help with that. Thanks for reminding me, Dr. Brady. Yeah, no problem. All right, Miss Andrea? No. I'm good. Dr. Maurer? All set. Dr. Matt? Let's do it. So for the four of us, um, let's stay safe and healthy. And if you need anyone to yell at your kids, just call us up. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do. 